Hello and welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. Now, I could just say Tony Kent. We'll come on to that in a sec. So let's get the uh, standard thing out of the way first. This is a podcast that invites you to come find yourself. Alright, so you can listen to this and go, oh, thank God for that. It is not just me. On to the name. Um, for those of you that don't know, my maiden name is Daly, and when I got married, my friend said to me, do you know what, Tony, you've now got a newsreader's name, and that I'd gone from something that was sing-song, Tony Daly, to a newsreader, and thank you for joining us, me, Tony Kent, shuffles papers. So now I have a newsreader's name. Um, we'll do a couple of bits about Instagram and Facebook. Hmm. So Instagram, I found the other day that I was getting quite a lot of new followers and you can follow me on Tony underscore J underscore Kent on Instagram. And I was having a look through and I found that these accounts followed a very similar format. And I realized that they were basically fake account spots. And I did a couple of posts which said, hashtag fake account. Um, which I think um, just made more of them go, ooh, yes, follow, follow, follow. Um, so things like happy.demonic underscore penguin and creative.beaver, that's a thing. Um, so, yeah, and they, they've all got someone's like picture of a model that's been nicked, probably, where someone's had their account hacked and they've had all their photos stolen. Um, and they've been set up as this bot account. So every day... I have to go through the dot rare underscore mommy. Oh, for God's sake. Um, so, yeah, I've been going through and blocking accounts every single day. Um, I mean, I could just leave them there and make people think I was well popular, but I don't want to be popular with the creative beaver or the demonic mommy penguin fucking blogger. Um, so that's that. But if you're not a demonic penguin mommy beaver blogger, please do follow me. Or come follow me, follow me, follow me on Facebook at Tony J. Kent. Um, so quick hop to the Village Facebook page today. You'll remember that um, there was the bench press, yeah, weight press bench thing that was covered in someone else's DNA, that people are like, oh yeah, I would like that, please, and thank you. I don't mind if it's got sweat all over it, I'll have that. Um, well, it may have been topped, where someone has said, I've got some men's trainers, they need a clean. And people want them. And I thought, fucking hell. I mean, the amount of times that I have, I've often sold things on eBay, um, particularly when the kids were small, and he's been from a smoke-free and pet-free home. So smug. Uh, there was a little part of me that felt a bit sad when we got the dogs and I could no longer put from a pet-free home. But um, anytime I sold or gave away a pair of trainers, I would be like with a toothbrush, like, making them well clean. And now I understand that you can just open a drawer, go, oh, there's some manky old trainers in there. See if anyone wants them. Um, and people go, yeah, I'll have them. So there you are. I mean, maybe I'm just a bit uptight, but if they were trainers, I'd want those mothers to be clean. Um, but there you are. I feel better now. Thank you for listening to that bit. Um, so let's just have a quick chat about school. Um, 
I came to a realisation, or there are lots of things, that have been, and this will become, I think, more of a theme throughout the podcast. It's certainly been popping up every now and then. And if you go to episodes 89 and 91, um, you'll know that as my children um, certainly came out of primary school, and, and over a number of years, I, I was reassessing, reevaluating um, the relationship that I had with my mum. Um, and one thing has occurred to me more and more recently, and that is that when I was a teenager, um, I think I thought I was a mini adult. And I was a mini adult in many ways, in that I worked and I looked after myself um, and just got on with things. And uh, I had this this kind of view of life, which was carry on as normal. So go out, get smashed, wake up next morning, carry on as normal. Um, and if my friend Haley ever listens to this, she'll recognise that one. And um, certainly for my daughter, so she's just sat her mocks, the second set of mocks. I mean, come on. They've had to sit a set of mocks in case their actual exams get disrupted. So these poor kids that have had two crappy COVID years, that had a crappy year of crappy online learning that missed out on lots of opportunities to let off steam, missed out on school trips, missed out on so many things. I mean, I'm glad, well, you know, my version of letting off steam, certainly for my peer group, it was like a group of kids getting leathered down the park, Thunderbird and fumbling. Not what I would recommend for 14, 15 year olds, not really. Not really. At the time, we were like, yeah, woo, yeah, fun, 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 fun. Uh, everybody acting from a place of pain, 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 and escape. Um, I mean, we did have a laugh, but Christ on a bike, I would not want my kids doing any of that. But um, the thing that has, has sprung to mind for me, and again, it's not at all um, from a place of... Um, uh, upset it's no poor me but um I realized that because I you know I just got on with things I realized that for me and for many of my peers I think our parents didn't give a shit about school I mean they really didn't they didn't and I do think that things have changed they weren't at all invested in what we did at school and lots of our parents would have potentially left school without qualifications and would have left early um so it was a completely different you know, it's a completely different setup. Um, and I'm finding um, that my gaps mean that when stuff has come up around my children's education, there's bits that I, I didn't kind of grasp. So we've had the study leave calendar set or a letter about study leave sent to us. And when I look at it, when I hear study leave, I think for study leave, you are not at school. But that doesn't appear to be the case. It appears that study leave means your exams. And if you have an exam at nine o'clock in the morning, it sounds like you've got to stay in school for the rest of the day to either revise or have lessons. Um, and I am a big believer in education. Absolutely. It was having a second chance education that helped me um, change my trajectory. Um, oh God, without um, Basingstoke College of Technology, my outcome would have been very different. Um, so huge, firm believer in the power of education. 
Um, but I left school my 16th birthday. And I remember the head teacher or deputy head saying to me, um, Tony, you should be in school. And I was like, now I've got a job. I'm not coming in school, I've got a job. Um, and I soon realised, thank Christ. I mean, I went back in for my exams, didn't do particularly well, but I soon realised that I wasn't going to make my fortune or a fortune or any meaningful income by working in a fruit and veg shop unless I married into the Fife's Banana Dynasty, which isn't such a stretch because they've got a distribution centre in Basingstoke. So there you are. Um, but if you want to listen to um, part of my education story, have a look at... Um, I do another podcast, of course I do, I'm such a tosser, called University Challenged, which tells the stories of people that didn't go to uni but have gone on to have interesting, rewarding, successful careers. And in the first episode, I interview my friend Nina Egger de Bourne, who I went to school with, and you'll get a flavour of perhaps what it was like um, at the time I was going through my GCSEs. Um, and yeah, so I had this view of study leave, which was wrong. And um, I also had a view of what happens post-16 that was wrong because I thought that the options were you can go to sick form um, or you can go to a technical college or, you know, a college or you can go to work. But you can't. If you go to work, you've still got to be in some form of education, which makes sense. You, you know, gain a professional qualification. But I didn't know that. And I'd said to my husband, well, these are the options that our daughter has. And he went, no. And I said, I don't, I don't believe you. So he got the government website up and he was correct. And he said, Tony, you better check your knowledge before you pass it on. So I learned that. Um, and the one thing that I'm really conscious of is that where I had no support at all, once once my um, dad died, um, it was game over. That was you just sorting things out for yourself. Um, so whilst I had no support for our daughter, and when the time comes for our son, you know we've been able to say, okay, if they need tutoring, how do we make that happen? Um, what can we do to support them? How can we pull together an exam? calendar how can we make it look like it's not an absolutely overwhelming experience you know I think for for what I'm seeing with my daughter and her cohort is they're just there at the end of their tech they're hanging by their fingernails then an extra set of exams had a really tough few years and are under enormous pressure from some teachers and some are more stick than carrot and that's life and you have to get on with it and you know this too shall pass, but I think they're having a real difficult time of it. Plus some of them are thinking, oh my God, look at what's going on globally. We're really worried and frightened. Um, so it has kind of made me see that, it's made me sort of realise and remember that there's such a huge difference when you have parents that are able to be interested and invested in your education and certainly I know within my peer group lots of parents were not involved and either they were too busy working three jobs um, or they were just not able to because of emotional or health reasons or they had seven other kids to deal with or um, it just wasn't something that was seen as important it's like well you're at secondary school get on with it um, 
So I do think things have changed. We're definitely more involved than my parents' generation were. Um, and yeah, it's just sort of given me a moment of reflection to say, wow, you can actually help your kids navigate this bit. Um, and uh, it makes me grateful that I am in a position to be able to do that. feels quite novel, actually. So um, what I hope for you, I hope that if you've got kids that are going through exams at the moment, I hope things are going okay, because it's tough, isn't it? <laughs> uh, and I hope, what else do I hope for you? Um, that, well, it's hump day. If you're listening to this on a Wednesday, happy hump day. I hope that you've got to the middle of the week going, yes, I've made it to this point. Um, and... I hope that you have the opportunity maybe to let off a little bit of steam because if there's one thing that I think the kids that have just finished their mocks need, it's the opportunity to let off a little bit of steam in a legal and safe way. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being here for the podcast. Um, do drop me a line. I'd love to hear from you. Share your school experiences with me and I will be back with you tomorrow.